I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode with of It's the Journey. I'm your host, of course, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this will be another short one. I've decided uh, for this for this uh, series with Stephen Finley Archer to do his shorter question at the end versus the beginning because I think it made more sense in context of our conversation. So, uh, if you haven't listened to that to the to episode number forty one with Stephen, I highly recommend it. He's Super bright, smart guy that had a whole career as an aerospace engineer, uh, launching satellites for both NASA and also uh, separately the Navy. Uh, retired from that 20 years ago and then dove into a passion that he had kept alive over the years of writing and turned that into whole a whole series of uh, the Irish clan uh novels these this series these Irish historical novels about about the Ireland especially during the period of the revolution uh wrapped around this really fun uh really fun uh fiction fictional story so check it out super fun go to go to go to his website um stephenfinleyarcher.com and and you can find all the kinds of all kinds of information about him there but in this episode I just asked him some questions about how do you how do you kind of step into that as you go into that next phase and and he expands on it because that really the thought process that he that he explains uh, is relevant at multiple stages in our lives and as I as I as I thought about this more that's just a theme that comes up over and over again with many of my guests uh, if you remember back to one of the earlier episodes with Nancy Erickson she was the book professor who helped me really pull my book out of my brain in afterlife and in terms of creating a, a roadmap for it. And then as I wrote it, she edited it and then actually helped me publish it. So, and that was after a, a long successful career in um, technology sales. And then if you remember Micah Johnson, he, he did lots of things before he ended up as a barber, but then expanded that into uh, creating hair products and, and, and then working as a barber. And then I had Jill Duncan who went to school to be, uh, she studied statistics and then was working on the human genome project and discovered Thai body work and then food and nutrition. And then that's evolved into uh, being an urban farmer, which, uh, I was lucky enough last week to go actually help her harvest, which was a really fun, amazing thing. And on, and then my next several, I've got the next several guests I have are all people that have done really interesting things that are different from maybe what they started off with or dove into something at a very young age that they knew they were passionate about. So the, the point is, is this skill set's helpful no matter where you're in life, because whether you decide to make a change or whether the change is forced on you, because maybe your industry goes away or you lost your job or the company went away or some other change happens in your life where you're forced to kind of rethink things. So I think this is the, 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 the advice Stephen gives is helpful and applicable to a lot of different areas. So um, we'll, we'll listen to that in just a minute. Before we get to that, I want to ask for your help again. I know I've done this before, but I would really, really, really 
love it. If uh, you could go to uh, for the for the podcast, go to Apple Podcasts and scroll. Find it's the journey. Scroll all the way to the bottom and click on the link that says write a review. Write something nice, whatever it is. Why do you keep listening? Why do you like it? Why why would you tell your 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 mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friend to listen to it and then give it some stars? And that would be amazing. As I'm coming up toward the end of my very first year, the more reviews and, and likes and all that kind of stuff I can get, the more likely more people will listen to it as they come across it. And then if you're feeling super ambitious, jump on Amazon and or Goodreads and do the same thing. Uh, if you're going there and you can write, write a review, give it some stars, and that'll help other people as they come across my page, maybe give it a shot. So that's it. That's my plug. That's my commercial <laughs> for that. Thank you. So with that, with that, let's dive in and chat with Steven, and then I'll circle back with some thoughts I have on that after he's done. All right, here we go. Okay, Stephen, real quick, I just wanted to get your insight on um, advice for people that are, are, are looking toward the end of their career and how they would how, how they kind of could dive into a post-retirement passion of like what they'll do in retirement. Sure, I'd like to <laughs> help you. Um, you know, I, my father uh, was a teacher, an English teacher, and he, when he re retired, he basically didn't have, he was a military fellow once in the second world war and his military background and his um, teaching were pretty much, and, and our family was pretty much all he had. And he really was at a loss, you know, when he retired uh, to figure out what he would do with his life. And most of us now with, you know, with modern technology, medicine, and so forth, um, we can probably expect to have, you know, 20 years or more, more than 20 years after we retire from our primary career, assuming we can have a good career, hopefully. Um, yeah. And that's a long time to just be vegetating. So um, I think it's really important to start thinking about that. Um, well before you retire. Um, there are so many opportunities, you know, a lot of people work charity work or whatever they're gonna, I don't know what it's gonna be. In my case, it was writing. Um, and you need, you can't just wait till you retire and then you can, I mean, but it, it's better, I think, if you can start that thought process well ahead. It's like when you're in high school, they give you a guidance counselor to try to figure out what you're going to do for your, you know, for your life. I mean, they don't wait until you graduated high school and then happen to ask you, <laughs> what is it you want to do? Right. Um, and so, and, and in that regard, you take the right courses in school so that you can go on. So <clears throat> as I know that a lot of people um, in their latter years of their main career um, have kind of reached a level that they're not, trying to grow or whatever and they've got a little more time on their hands until they retire mm -hmm. that's the time period when just like when you were in high school when they ask you you know why don't you think about this and think about that that you can start thinking about it um, so that you by the time you retire you've got a much better idea of what you really would like to do and uh, you know having been retired for 20 years 
um, uh, and having done a, a bunch of things, including the writing aspect, um, I realized that it's a really important time in life that you can be a real contributor, either to your, what you want to do for yourself or for others. And, you know, people shouldn't be thinking, you know, I've done my work and now I've got to go sit in the potatoes, you know, be a potatoes <laughs> on their couches and uh, have the food delivered by uh, whatever the right. company, <laughs> Grubhub or whatever. And I'll just sit here and feel like die. Anyway, so, you know, there's a lot you can do. And uh, in my case, it, it was, you know, taking these courses with, uh, excuse me. It was um, taking these courses in writing, which took a couple of years. I mean, it isn't necessarily instantaneous. Um, I'd love to be able to learn to write, play the piano, but I don't know if I'll get around to it, but I'll probably try to do it. So good to have goals. Well, no, that's that's phenomenal advice, and uh, I hope yeah people will will uh, will take that to heart. It's always be thinking about kind of what's next because uh, we're not, you know. We're not one. We're not one thing in life, and so there's. It's, it's it's good. It's good to be thinking about what's what's your what's your phase two, if you will. Yeah, and, so. and the other comment I'd make is that when you are um, young and you're making your decision about what your primary job is going to be or career is going to be, there you have other attributes, and you know you might kind of forget those, but when you're getting ready to retire, you know you can revisit if you can remember it, <laughs> what those attributes were. And that's what happened in my case with the, with the writing part of it. It was something that I had, you know, an aptitude for, I think, uh, back when I was young. And I just grew on that to keep going when I retired. I love it. It was still there, seed, seed waiting to, to germinate. So, right. Fantastic. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for sharing that with people. I know that they'll find that useful and helpful. And um, I, I super appreciate you and you taking time to talk with me. Thanks very much. Okay. Have All a right. great thank day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That is a wrap for my episode with Stephen Finley Archer. I'm so grateful that he came in uh, and, and sat down and spoke with me and shared his stories and shared his wisdom um, in general and about life and about the fun things he's doing with his books. But with circling back to the, the, the question that I posed to him and, and the answers that he gave, um, I think the advice is so spot on and so helpful. And, and the, the, his, his, his thoughts about looking at it, like, you know, as you're coming out of high school and, and, working with a guidance counselor and career counselor and some of the tests you take, some of those things I did and they weren't super helpful because it basically said I could do anything. And that's what I already knew, but it got me thinking at that point in my life, since those weren't helpful, I kept asking myself, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And at the time I was working at a tree nursery up in, up in Florissant, Walmart nursery, making $3.35 an hour, shoveling rock, lifting trees, watering trees, and all kinds of backbreaking work. Oof. But what I got out of that is I watched the business owner and watched him come and go and the things he got to do. And I, 16, 17-year-old Carlo, at that point said, I'm going to be a business owner. I'm going to own a business. And it took me another almost 
almost th- 13 more years after that. So I was 30, I guess, when I started my business. But that's that was my focus. That's why I studied finance in school. And that's why I worked for other businesses and, and tried out different things and asked asked restaurant owners and coffee shop owners. And I just asked and asked and asked. And it helped me as I worked toward that ultimate dream. And that ended up you know, the, of owning a business. And I wanted the business because I wanted to control my time um, so I could do the things I wanted to do and not have, um, not had, not to have, or be a jerky boss. <laughs> so that was my career counselor experience. And then the other piece of it he talked about is you're getting toward the ends of your career. And you know, the last piece, whether it's five years or 10 years or 15 years, and you're not as growth focused, sometimes you have more free time. And I can't speak to that from a corporate standpoint, but my experience and some of which I wrote about in Afterlife. I didn't focus on the the, the coaching program, but some of what I did is I'd fo- I had gone to that strategic coach and I had um, taken his advice on creating a business that ran more on its own and systems and people that could do things so that I didn't have to do what he calls buffer activities, things that weren't my unique ability and my unique talent. And getting those things off my plate. So I had more time and energy to focus on what I was best at and more time and energy to take time actually a hundred percent away from the business, which it's super counterintuitive. But if you can, if you can set that as a goal, what that did is first is it gave me time when I had a crisis in my life because I had a business and I had a system and te- people and, and processes um, to allow it to keep running where I took additional time off for my grieving and healing after my, after my divorce and after my parents died. And then when my energy and focus came back, um, it really allowed me to dive in and focus on, on, in, on maximizing that efficiency and training and hiring better people, uh, or, or, um, to, to, uh, to be a part of our team with some of those employees and contractors. And what that ultimately did is allowed me to earn more money and have more time off. And it was that period that I, with that time where I was giving the best service I had ever given to my clients and I had more time for myself that I was able to start really reflecting on what, what gave me joy, what, what I wanted to spend my time doing and how I wanted to spend my time and what did I want to do with the rest of my life. And I thought I was able to do that by restructuring my business uh, back in 2015 and creating this whole concept of integral wealth. And I wasn't really to a, able to apply that in a financial planning practice the way I wanted to. I certainly improved my client relationships. I expanded what I was able to do for them, do for them. But at its core, I was still a financial advisor, and I wanted to, I wanted to dive deeper into more of the meaning of life. And why are we here and helping people figure that out, which is what I'm able to do with this. Um, So the point of all that is, one, we need to be taking time to think about what we want to do. But we we, we also, we didn't get into that with Stephen, but he he mentioned that as as you wind your career down, you sometimes have more time. I'm a big proponent of creating that, getting rid of complexities, streamlining your life so that you have space and time. Get rid of things that you need to have. Get rid of expenses that aren't serving you. Get rid of subscriptions. This this whole minimalism movement is so powerful. Um, 
that's not what this podcast is about, but there's a lot of things in there that are really relevant in order for you just to have time and space and energy to say yes to your dreams. You need time and space and energy and sometimes money. So you have to really, the clearer you are about what you want to do, have, and be, the easier it is to make decisions on things that shouldn't be in your life, maybe relationships that shouldn't be in your life. If you are really, really passionate about doing some big thing before you check out of this world. And uh, that sounds harsh, but you know, it's also harsh to, 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 to throw away a decade, two decades, three decades on, um, relationships or whether it's jobs or whatever that are, that are harmful to you and not helping, not helping you do what you feel like you were put here to do. That's what I got, man. I hope, I hope this was helpful. I hope you will go to stephenfinleyarcher.com and check out his books. If, like I said, I said last time, if you like fiction, if you, you will love these, if you like, if, if you're especially, especially St. Louis Irish people, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're into learning and studying more about your own history, this is a fun way to do that through fiction. Uh, I did that myself. I'm about halfway through the first, first of the series and I'm, I'm loving it. But uh, in terms of other historical fictions I've read, um, I read one called the agony and the ecstasy, which is just about um, Michelangelo's life. And it's, it's, it's historical fiction the fa- there's the big things in there are true, but of course they don't know. There's conversations. Well, Michelangelo said this, and Pope Leo said that, and they don't they don't know all that stuff. So, <laughs> but the author did a great job of making it seem real. Anyway, I'm on a tangent. That's what I got for today. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that you learned from it. I hope that wherever you are in your journey, whether you're 20, 30, 60, that you'll take a step back and look at whatever it is you do want to do, figure out a plan, go get a financial plan if that's what you need. That's not, I'm not selling financial plans. That's not what I'm doing here. Um, but find, find the help you need to pursue your dreams and make the space and time to enjoy your journey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.